0: He's the man in the back of the room. Y con la voz de Dios. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, CEOs where to go, and stars when to shine. But as he likes to point out...
1: Who cares? I care.
0: It's true. She cares. And so does he. He's entertainment and production agency owner and meeting and event master Anthony Ballotta. She's his Agent 99 and you're about to be bellotta Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Bolotified, the one and only pod about events, entertainment and engagement. My name is Anthony Bolotta. I'm here as I am every single week with my delicious, optimistic co-host, Alexia Cristina Poselidis.
2: Oh.
1: Hello. I'm great. loving that. I love that you say, "opa" because um, there's a really important movie that I think came out this week. Oh, number three, number three. I haven't yes. seen it yet. I know I'm going to need a box of tissues because I'm a sappy Greek and. And know, they
0: go to the homeland.
1: Yeah, They go to the homeland. It's all you know,
0: uh, it's almost all set in the homeland, I think. Yeah.
1: To honor uh, Michael Constantine's character since he passed away, which still makes me sad, but Yes, yeah,
0: all that Windex and he still <laughs> passed away,
1: and I know I've told you this before, but my mom he was friends with my mom's, so my mom grew up with him kind of hanging out a bit at the home,
0: but I didn't catch that he was friends with your with mom's. my mom's
1: family in Rhode Island, oh mhm
0: hmm. so they were friendly, yeah, they were like you know compadres they were
1: Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how much. My mother probably exaggerated it a little bit because every time he was on room two twenty two or general hospital, we heard the story.
0: Yeah, so. because in the day he was he was pretty popular. He did a yeah. lot of television.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And from what I understand, a, a good guy.
0: That's nice to hear. It's always nice to hear. Always so afraid to meet your your heroes, right? It's mm-hmm. so nice to hear when Somebody who is in the spotlight is well. When
1: I met you, you know, you fulfilled every notion, <laughs> idea, hope, dream, wish that I could have in oh, yeah. life. So get- now I'm not afraid to meet a another hero. Get you out fulfilled of there! It all get out.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I'm drowning here. The, the deep.
1: Is so thick. Come on! I thought that was pretty good. <laughs>
0: i think there's fire ha- biohazard happening around
1: if you want to make it sound pretty just call it skata.
0: <laughs> call it who skata skata oh that's I know the greek
1: that that's the greek version the greek skata. word skata
0: it sounds like it could be a lyric
1: yeah, well you know and your are little
2: da, skata da, 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 da.
1: There you go. Da, 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 now da, da, that's going to be in my head all day. I'll never hear that song again. The same. So when I refer to you as my scatuli, oh, well, I know it's what that a, means. No, it's it's a term of endearment. At least that's what my mother told me when she Yeah, of course me. she did. Ah, <laughs> oh, Scatuli, no, it's 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 sweet.
0: I guess it's better than the alternative.
1: It's okay. better than Scott the Kefalo.
0: What's the second word in that? Head? Well,
1: it's it's the word and then head.
0: Head, right. That's the yeah. that's the Kefalo. term I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Only, you know, in, in English, of course. Yes. It's even worse. It just sounds so mean.
1: You you all got a Greek lesson today.
0: <laughs> oy. yo <oy, oy>. yo. <laughs> Okay, before we get started, if you're a new listener, please take this time to like and subscribe.
1: Go ahead. We'll give you a sec. Why, thank you. So what's going on in your world? What's on your mind?
0: Well, not just a lot of stress. There's a lot happening. So I'm, I'm feeling that stress of, okay, there's a lot on my plate and I need to get it all done and... Uh, things are going to be changing as things need to get done, and it's just we're here. We're here. We're in the time frame when uh, when the scotter hits the fan, and uh, you just have to sort of roll with the punches and go with the flow. Yeah, uh, it's just the way it is. <laughs> just you know, every phone call is you take you take a deep breath before getting on the phone yes. because you just don't know what you're going to hear.
1: You You're just right. have to say, stop and smell the skata.
0: I That's exactly <laughs> right. Oh,
1: I'm here for you, my friend.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, you know, so it is. That's, that's the way it is. So we move on. We that's move. Right. We forge ahead. Yes. Right. Onward,
1: that's, forward.
0: That's right. Take a deep breath and remember what we have to be. Uh, thankful for and just move mm-hmm. forward, right? There's always a silver lining, mm-hmm. which kind of reminds me of what my tipsy is about. Let's get
3: tipsy! Hmm.
0: In a very distant manner, perhaps, uh, because today I would like to just give a little tip about volunteering and the tip is to invest in yourself through volunteerism now I'm imagining that some of you may respond well to the idea or may not respond well to the idea that volunteerism can be considered an investment in oneself but it's actually truly true There are benefits that not only far outweigh the value of a dollar, they can help you to earn more of those dollars elsewhere. The trick is in finding a volunteer opportunity that aligns with your values and goals, and then it's merely a question of taking the initiative to jump in. That's right, taking the initiative to jump in. If your mind is spinning right now because you think you don't have the time, or you wouldn't dream of imposing yourself in that manner. To you, I say you are missing the boat and the point. The truth is that there isn't a nonprofit agency anywhere that is so overstaffed and overfunded that they wouldn't graciously accept your honest commitment of time and effort. But most of them will hold you to very little while hoping, with fingers crossed, that you will deliver on that commitment. Again, the truth is that most people do not. Call it the 80-20 rule or anything else you'd like. And although it may, on the surface, sound terribly terrible, this is what actually opens up a world of opportunity for those who live up to their volunteer commitments. So what is there to gain? Well, number one, a network. Those who volunteer dedicatedly alongside you will understand the value of community. They'll be busy people juggling their own careers and families, and through them will come opportunities to broaden your sphere of acquaintances and your familiarity with other careers and industries. Two, they'll develop skills. What comes to mind immediately is leadership, often a result of taking initiative, by the way. To begin with, volunteering requires an ability to work well with others. From there come opportunities to take on leadership roles that can help you level up your leadership game. If you've never managed a team but feel you have the chops, volunteering is a legit way to gain that experience. Number three, higher self-worth. Because at the end of the day, your commitment is providing something to someone who needs the support. And while it's always nice to be paid for work well done, there's nothing better for the soul than that. And that is my tipsy. Yes. Thoughts? What would. Mis- <laughs> what
1: would.
0: Yeah. What? I'm curious to know what Yaya would say, but also what you would say, but more about what Yaya would yeah, say. Yeah, I know. Yaya wins that every time. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, your tipsy works in many situations, right? It, of course, in business. It's a beautiful, it's beautiful in business and in your personal life. And so Yaya would say, which means, which means think outside yourself. Mm. So the best way to get unstuck, because right, we all go through those times where we get stuck, or or you're at that proverbial crossroads in life, is to look past yourself, your life, your whatever, as the Greeks would say, and go on and help someone, something, someplace. Remove yourself from your own situation, go and do an act of service. And by being benefit to others, you you know you actually benefit yourself and feel better. You you clear your mind. You see past yourself, and when doing so, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have put it this way, but it's what she meant. You simplify your point of view, so you're able to see with more clarity, and that's when the answers appear.
0: That makes complete sense. It's about letting go of all of the crap that's you know holding you down and thinking mm-hmm. about your your um where you're going to put your energy yes which is on something else something outside of yourself yes. right yes where can you do good in the world where can you help in the world rather than where can the world help me where what can i get out of this what what is in it for me if you switch that around and focus on what you can do for the world it will come back to you.
1: And I've had some people say that, oh, well, if you're doing it to get something, then you're not really being of service. You're not really helping. You're not really volunteering. And quite honestly, I kind of say skata to that because skata. you, when you feel better, when you feel clear and rested and you feel like I've done something good in this world and it fills your heart with love you become a better version of yourself. And when you're a better version of yourself, you're a better version to everybody.
0: Yes. And the fact that there's a benefit in that is exactly the point. It shouldn't be seen as a crux in any way. Mm-hmm. It's like a tax benefit to donating money. It's the same concept. Yeah. If, if that wasn't in place, there would be, probably a lot be a lot fewer donations this is true that's just the way it is you know so why have an issue with there being a benefit the benefit doesn't outweigh the offering in it it's a it's a a bit of a benefit but it doesn't outweigh the offering to begin with it's Mm -hmm. just you know you get a little something back basically but it's not like your whole you know Your whole donation is covered, and you know it's gonna just work fabulous for you, and you're gonna get this big, uh, refund back at the end. It's it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. So you know, uh, I just use that as an analogy, but that 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 same uh um, thought process applies
1: everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know,
0: case in point, and again. You know, I've been volunteering here in San Diego for years and years and years and years and Mm -hmm. years and years and I didn't get into it because I was looking for more business or actually I didn't get into it because I was looking for any of the benefits that I just outlined. They just came for, you know, doing the work and case in point, we are now working on an event today for someone that I met volunteering 15 years ago? Wow. So it's the kind of thing that may not pay off immediately, but there are payoffs eventually. And again, I never dreamed this would happen. It just it did because of the volunteerism and the fact that I put myself out there and I met these people, and otherwise it it wouldn't come to us. It's just that simple. So volunteer. Volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. It is definitely an investment in yourself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited today because we have somebody back that we um, we haven't had in a long time. And the last time we had her on the show, she was escaping Ian was crazy, crazy. crazy. But that speaks to her spirit. She Christ. is not going to be, she is not going to be delayed or or fouled up in any way by no hurricane okay
1: and talk about perseverance if i remember correctly she kept getting knocked off right kept losing connection i think it happened four oh four or five times yes. and she <laughs> persevered she kept on she, she kept, kept coming kept back on. she kept coming back i mean I, I i think most people would have at that point said okay we're done <laughs> but not her not her no.
0: No, we didn't just got that from her that day. We we got the gold.
1: <laughs> we got the gold. That's uh-huh. right. Yep.
0: So let's share who she is.
1: Well, I said it before when she was on the first time, and I'll say it again. Our guest today is a true powerhouse. She is a certified meeting professional, a certified event designer, and a recognized leader in the meeting and event industry. She's a past president at the Philadelphia chapter of MPI and the 2018 recipient of Smart Meetings, Smart Woman in Meetings Entrepreneur. She is known for having, and I love this, a quote, no fear for taking on projects, aggressive approach, and an overall, I can do that attitude. Please welcome the founder and CEO of JR Global Events, the beautiful Jennifer
2: Cross yo thank you yo! hi thank you and i just need you to follow me around everywhere and introduce me like that when i walk into a room <laughs> that would be fabulous
1: <laughs> i would love to that would be that a would dream be
2: so Fun. oh my gosh that would be awesome hello my friends hello, hello there.
0: so you heard our tipsy curious to know your thoughts
2: absolutely volunteer it's how i got my legs how i got my legs in the industry without question um uh, and and look at you now i right um 1996 is when I started volunteering for MPI
0: wow Um,
2: and started out doing committee work
0: whatever they asked right
2: whatever they asked you know it was I didn't know what I didn't know. What could I learn? How could I get more information? Mm-hmm. Um, you want me to do fundraising? Sure, I've never done fundraising. Let's just go do fundraising. So, mm-hmm. and then I ended up being the chapter president. Mm-hmm. So, and it was all through volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we make that a mantra throughout JR Global events now, whether that's donating our time to do nonprofit fundraising events and things like that. We'll pick one charity um, a year and we'll plan their events at no cost.
0: I love that. That's a great way to. Well,
2: it's build our a team. intellectual property. It's right. our intellectual property. We know how to do it. You don't.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't you don't you can't pay somebody. So let us just donate our time, and so in that way, it's a volunteerism. We we ask our team members to volunteer to do it. We don't mandate it, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but we all vote on a charity. We all pick one. We did um, for years. We did a, an organization called Family Lives On. Um, and it was a not-for-profit foundation here in the Philadelphia area. Actually, I think they were nationwide. Um, that was supporting families where they lost a parent. And there's mm. how do you maintain that level of tradition mm. in a the dichotomy of a family that's changed? Whether that's, you guys always went to a Phillies game with your dad. And that's the thing that you always did. How do we preserve those traditions? Mm. So it was called the traditions ball. And it was a big fundraising event, so we would come in every year and just plan the event for them. Mm. I just got complete,
1: full body chills.
2: I, it it was just it was such a good. It was it, and I got to tell you that the benefit that we got from it was such a heartfelt. Oh my God, these kids are going to be able to extend their traditions with their family. I'm done. That's all I needed. Yeah. Like it, it just gives you chills. Um, so yeah, volunteer often get outside of your comfort zone and volunteer somewhere you're not comfortable in so that way you can pick up a new skill, um, anything, but mm-hmm. it's how you get to meet people. I wholeheartedly support it.
0: And the thing is that believe it or not, the help of event planning is usually the area where help is needed most. most. Yep. And so there's definitely room for us at the table. Oh, those of well, us that have events. Sure. So I mean they we, can do it
2: they can piece it together but, but you could look to the professionals who can guide you so you do it smarter
0: right do it smarter maybe save some money save some effort mm-hmm. uh get more for for the buck right
3: yep yep uh, absolutely
0: so we have this new game that we play that we didn't play with you last time because um we might have played this or that this is a new we did one. this or
2: that yes
0: we did this or that so today we'd like to do what's called Ten quick questions.
1: Ten quick questions! Ten quick questions? Yay!
2: Okay.
0: Okay, so the point is I'm going to ask you ten questions. The first, the first uh, answer that comes to your mind, that's the right answer. Uh, Alex has two minutes on the clock. Are uh, you ready to go? Let's do it. Fun and easy. Number one, Jennifer, which Barbie are you?
2: Can I tell you? I didn't see the
0: movie. Doesn't matter. You're, you're.
2: I'm Entrepreneur Barbie.
0: Thank you. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Quick on her feet. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Um, You have children. I do. You have a favorite child. Yes. The word was yes. I heard it. Okay. I'm not going (laughs) to ask you who that would not be fair. Number three. Your life is but a pizza. What is it topped with?
2: Pineapple
0: and hot peppers. Oh, spicy and sweet. Smart. Yep. Uh, in high school, sports or drama?
2: Partying? Does that count? Partying! That's even better. That's a sport. That's a sport. <laughs> so
0: you were everybody's favorite then. Yeah. You were everybody's favorite.
2: Party girl!
0: Uh what's the one thing you wish you could stop doing? Doubting myself. Doubting you doubt yourself? Oh my we lord, that is die. such a big mistake.
2: Um, oh,
0: Oh goodness. Um do you like to entertain at home? Yeah. Hmm. I'm your favorite flavor of ice cream. What flavor coffee. am I?
2: Coffee. Coffee. Coffee, coffee yes. ice cream.
0: Oh, I remember when Starbucks had ice cream. That was the best coffee oh, ice cream. Oh, so good. It was so, so good. good. Hagen
2: coffee, they make those little itty bitty cups of Hagen coffee ice cream. They're so
0: delicious. Oh, now we
1: know.
2: You're in East <laughs> Coaster. Have you ever had a coffee
1: cabinet? Okay, it's the Rhode Island thing then. Never mind moving
0: on what is that? oh all right okay well she's gonna have to tell us what that is but yeah. after 10 quick questions okay number eight have you ever lost your cookies in public
2: yeah
0: it was a party i remember i i was waiting for you to say yes
2: <laughs> actually in all
1: honesty, now i got iron gut wow i want to hang with you
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she's she's really um you know she's she's put that gut through a lot to get it where it is today. Let's just say.
1: Dos. Mm-hmm.
0: There's not a lot of scatha in there. No. Okay. Can you spell Shivari? Oh. oh.
2: Can I write it first?
0: You sure can. Of course this
2: C-H-I-V-A-R-I. is. A...
0: So it's C-H-I-A-V-A-R-I, oh. like chia, V A R yes. I, yes. So no a. big deal. I didn't ask you to spell hors d'oeuvre.
2: Oh, I have to write that one out. And I, I never get it right.
0: Okay, so then I, I will. was- Don't you know. Okay, I didn't ask I never that. Never get that one right. I would never ask that I, of you.
2: I, it's a horrible question. <laughs> but if you were a caterer,
0: I would absolutely ask you.
2: And I'd expect to be able to spell it, but I'm right? not a caterer.
0: Okay, thank you right. for agreeing. All right, poor, I totally agree. poor, 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 Alex. She's the one color in your swatch you barely ever look at anymore. <sighs> what color is she? Brown. Brown. Marrone. Chata. Brown. I think that's a fair... That's colors. a fair.
1: At least I'm not uh, I'm not a vibrant color being left out of your no. repertoire. No.
2: Black is usually my color.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, come on. <laughs> and you know,
0: we went to see a Padres game a couple of weeks ago, the day after you saw your Padres game, Alex, and they were wearing their browns and yellows. I love it. I yes. hate it.
2: Oh, it's the,
1: their original uniforms. That's what they should be. They're, they don't look like all the rest because nobody else wants to use the colors brown brown and yellow, but it's different, right? You know, when you see brown and yellow, I mean, I'd rather have the brown and yellow than their Friday night, 1980s Miami vice called and want their outfits back. (laughs) Are you
0: talking about the Marlins or something?
1: No, they're Friday (laughs) night. It's their ode to Sandy. They're horrible. It's a, Horrible.
0: Oh, they only wear them on Friday nights.
1: They wear them on Friday nights. And it really is Don Johnson called or they called Don Johnson and said, can we borrow your wardrobe for Miami Vice? And is it the color
2: or the style?
1: You know, the style is a baseball. uniform. it's the color. It's it's nothing San Diego. It's Miami Beach in the 80s.
0: So it's no
1: it's, offense, Miami Beach, but it's it, it doesn't. Pink? Belong- like-
0: so it's, it must be pink and turquoise. I'm thinking it's yeah, pink it's and
1: turquoise, yeah, and this yeah. this green and but brown and yellow. Well, I but know. you have to understand, I am a native San Diegan, oh and I was God. a very, very, very young tot when the Padres first became a National League team, and that became a family pastime. We were junior Padres. We went to all the Padre games and City Connect, Angelo's telling us, or Baja uniform. Sorry, I still hate it. I think they're ugly. (laughs) Well, I'm um, sorry,
0: but but their regular uniforms are modeled after number one and number two.
1: Because we're number one and number two. I'm oh. you're not gonna win on this. I'm gonna all tell right, you. All right. I will besides, dig my, Jennifer, my kills does in. I don't yes. care about this. No, at she all. doesn't. Not she even. doesn't.
0: But <laughs> interestingly, there is something that she cares about. And it was really overwhelming to see it written and, and see I it. No. I know, right? We're talking yes. about number three thousand two hundred and six on the Inc. five thousand list of fastest growing private companies in America. This is yeah. we're talking about JR Global Events, Jennifer's company being ranked number thirty two oh six out of five thousand. This is a huge honor.
2: I was just so glad we weren't the last one on the list. <laughs> Honestly, it is. It has been a bucket list for a number of years. Um, I think it's a cool thing. I mean, to have your company associated with the Inc. companies and get that kind of recognition and see all of our hard work pay off. It's huge.
0: Yeah. Especially after the time that we've been through. You know, because I, yes. I want to say it's within the last few years that they, they rate you based on the business that you've been doing and where you yeah. are now. And yeah. sure, we were coming out of COVID, but you also took some really bold steps during COVID. You started the, the event center, the mm-hmm. virtual event center then. So yeah. you by no means, you know, washed your hands to the industry, but but business was not great. Or was We had it? a
2: great couple of um... don't want to say it was great it was different
0: it was different
2: um it was very different than
0: but being a live event manager but But we were slammed were you doing as much revenue more see that's something to to know wow very few of us did more revenue in 2020 than we had previously
2: That's um 2020 was definitely 2020 was a dip year for us uh 21 and 22 were gangbusters I mean, unbelievable all the,
0: all the work that you put into 2020 mm-hmm. uh you didn't again you didn't wash your hands to the industry you didn't mm-hmm. um hold your arms up and say i don't know what to do you went straight into virtual you saw yep. the. you saw the light you went straight into it you bought the space and that yes. is is that still paying off for you uh
2: we actually closed the virtual event banner.
0: you have closed um
2: it. yeah you know we're we're face to face meeting planners. That's who we are, and that's our right. that's our passion, and that's what we do. And I think with um meta universe and AI and all these other things, that the need for virtual has changed. So it's not as entertainment driven, where the where the virtual event center was more of the entertainment component and and a little kitschy. Let's be real, it was a little kitschy. Mm-hmm um where now it's when somebody's doing a virtual meeting it's roll up your sleeves do a virtual meeting and move on um or it's a hybrid so i think the it was a flash in the pan moment um and we rode the wave and i'm very fortunate that we rode that wave i mean we're still doing we're still doing some of the corporate gifting that we were doing but we focus it more within the events that we manage now and then um Every once in a while, we get a question of, hey, can you do this social event for us? a virtual social event? I was like, sure. You sure you don't want to be in person? But okay. Um, But we really we really, um, you know, gleaned what we could during that time. We buried our heads down. We kind of rode the wave on that to come out the other side. And uh, it paid off big. I mean, Mm -hmm. to be on the Inc. 5000 list is enormous.
3: It is.
1: I have it's such admiration for that, Jennifer. The fact that you you forged ahead, you did this amazing thing, and you recognize, okay, now we're done. Without ego, you just you moved on and went back into more of what you love. That's impressive. That I think very few people would have the foresight and the
0: adaptability.
1: Adaptability and and the the courage to do what you did.
2: I don't like I being told when I can't do something. So yeah. I, I want to be done on my terms. And and that was the whole thing during the pandemic is I'm not going to let some germ tell me when I'm done. Like I'm just I didn't work mm-hmm. as hard as I have worked to get where we are. And we've been in business 20 years this year Um Congratulations.
3: let somebody else
2: tell me when I'm done. Thank you. I'm right. just I'm, I'm not ready to be done.
0: You're the type. And we 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 last time we recorded our tipsy was about. um gratitude and those mm-hmm. people who look for silver linings and who look for answers and who don't take no for an answer yeah, no and I you're one do. you're definitely one of those people right uh this yeah. road is closed okay let's find another one but we're not it's stopping. interesting
2: it's very interesting um and yes that is very much it it's okay this doors this path is yeah we're done with this path what's next and um a lot of that came out of uh the things that we did during those you know 2 3 years and we um since then have been active with the second company
0: yeah the staffing
2: company I, yeah we did
0: yeah um, yeah we saw that we happen
2: yeah events on um, call events on call
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: it is a completely separate entity from jr global events by mm-hmm. design and in, and with intention Um, But one of the things that we really learned over the course of the last couple of years, or maybe because it became more prevalent because it was in our face, is that the folks that we call TDs or trip directors or travel directors are really more qualified than most planners out here. And they are so often overlooked, undervalued, not paid well, treated not like one of the team. Right. And guess what, planners, you can't do your jobs without them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not well, you can't. So we ended up staffing, I don't even know, I think we put 192 people back to work in a six-month period of just on-site staffing across the country. And from that, we were able to grow a vetted database of 300 professional on-site event, we're going to call them OES, on-site event specialists. If I say to you, I'm going to send you an on-site event specialist, you know exactly who I'm sending you. You know what they're capable of doing, and you know what their expectation is. If I send you a TD, if you weren't in this industry, you're going to be like, a what? I'm getting a temp? What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Are going to sit at my registration desk? No. An on-site event specialist is somebody who's been background checked, vetted, has been in this industry, has worked on-site for every role you could possibly imagine, and this is their career but they do it as a 1099. And so now what we've done is we've created these pockets of OES members because it's membership driven on our platform that we developed um, around the country because people weren't traveling. So they needed local people. So I had to go find them. So we went and found them.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And now with the flights changing and the cost of flying and the the headache that comes with flying, don't you want to know that your on-site team doesn't have to fly
3: mm-hmm.
2: but your local people you can bring them in let's beef them up and staff them up when you're at your peak and then they can just go away and you don't have to fly them anywhere and they're there and they're professionals and they're not going to look at you and say hey when's my break i've been on my feet for two hours or when do i get lunch or how do i do that we're not doing that because we're not temps These are professional people that walk in the door and expect to start their day and finish their day with one goal in mind, and that's making sure that the event executes flawlessly. What I thought was the business of event staffing turned out to be that I built a SaaS product. I didn't know. I had no idea. I thought I was in the business of people. I built a platform. Okay. Learned a lot, let me tell you. Whoa. Learned a lot about that. But we we built a custom um, matchmaking platform. Essentially, um, any buyer or anybody that needs um, an on-site event person can go into our platform at no cost to the buyer, search and source the platform, and based off of the criteria that they use, they'll be matched with some of our OES members. Region, experience, expertise, Um Ability to just take a program resume and run with it or BEOs and run with it. There's no um, hiccup in education or timing of training somebody to deliver your event. These are folks that walk in your door and can pick up and go.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, but you can go in and do this matchmaking all on your own or we will do it for you. So we have a lot of our clients now that are coming to us saying, hey, I need 12 people in this city and I need 12 people here. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then we'll go into the platform and cultivate those people and send them out. And we do all the contracting on both ends. Um, We do all of the tax reporting for 1099s. We do all the flights. It's one fee.
0: That is really awesome. I'd like to share with you that um, when I was getting my master's at SDSU, we had to do an exercise where we had to uh, come together in groups and form a company. And we formed a staffing. This was in 2020. 2021 we formed a staffing company and uh presented it and got really you know rave reviews on it and and i because i kept thinking you know there isn't anybody out there that really does this specialty everybody has temp workers as you said uh that really come on to the site and you know with their arms crossed waiting for you to give them something Um, standing there waiting for you to give them something. And if you don't give them something or train them, then they're useless. And this is not what you're talking about. You're talking about people with experience. And I know because I believe you're using some of the people that we know here in San Diego and hopefully you're happy with them.
2: Extremely. Uh, They're some of of our top OES members, actually. That's great Um,
0: to hear. That's great to hear.
2: They were a great referral source for us, and we've made some phenomenal extended connections through them. And that's really how we found people. It's, hey, I need people in St. Louis. Who do you know? How do I get to them? And then we vet them, we background check them. We do personal interviews with our senior our, – I blur a lot of lines. It's okay. Um, our One of our senior event planners uh, on our team um, does personal interviews. Because just, just because somebody says, oh, yeah, I've been on site with events, doesn't mean they know what a BEO is. Right. <laughs> so we put them through a, a good hour interview. Um, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, and we really test their knowledge. And we put them into their experience levels. And it's based off of what, you know, oh yeah, 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 I've done registration. No, 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 you've held the door open. You know, <laughs> there's this is a legitimate industry.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The onsite event specialist is a subsect of that. That's a legitimate profession. A, it's time they started getting paid their value. I mean, I, I remember over the last couple of years, I'm seeing, oh, for $225 a day. Are you kidding me? That's just mm-hmm. disrespectful. That's just disrespectful.
0: Especially when your days are 15, 14, mm-hmm. 15 hours. Right. Yeah,
2: And we cap them. We cap them at, you know, an OES member day is a 12-hour day.
0: Which is completely appropriate.
2: Right. Yeah. It's realistic. It's it realistic. Is. Um, But so we really worked very hard to elevate the experience level of our OES members. We used to have a little game where anytime somebody on our team would say TD, they'd have to drink. But, you know, get a little crazy (laughs) after that. But um, so we really looked at this as as a membership driven organization is really what it is. I mean, our OES pay to be members. Oh, they do. They do.
0: Wow. Good for you.
2: Um, Because. We're now representing them. It's like a membership in any professional association. Networking dollars. It's your networking dollars. We have three different levels of membership, and that gives them um, certain levels of access on their profile. So highest tier gets the most visibility on their profile. Lowest tier gets the smallest visibility on their profile, which just means they're matched for higher job opportunities. Interesting. In the matchmaking portal. So it's it's a different... Mind shift from many of the other competitors out there that are doing event staffing, um, and we get a lot of pushback, and I'm fine with that. I don't, you know me; I don't well, care. Well,
0: there <laughs> is a there is a benefit to that, and and that is on the client side, knowing that the uh, prospective OESs have paid to be part of the network. You get a sense of comfort because you feel yes. they're they're going to be serious they're going to yeah. show up.
2: They they're put going. their money Netness. where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. They put right. their they put their money where their mouth is. Right. Yes, they can do it and now they're committed to doing it.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. They're more vested, right? They they have more on the line. They become stakeholders that way. Yes. I don't know what you're charging, but it doesn't even have to be a lot to make them stakeholders because they've now invested in themselves.
2: And it's an annual fee, and we grandfathered a lot of folks in. And because it's we're still in that ramp up stage, we extended anybody that became a member this year through next year. Like we really want to make this a robust member driven group. So our next phase of the SaaS technology product that I built, because I, you know, have it now, but I know what to do with it is, we're going to put in some education for our members. We do a That's it perfect. We we just started a monthly newsletter, but some of that education is really going to be how do you tax plan? I'm not providing that education. I'm bringing in a tax expert, and he's right. going to do a webinar to teach some of our um, 1099 folks the best way to do this. You know, and for us, it's you know they work through us and with us, and they're getting one 1099, not mm-hmm. twenty. A year you know right so we're really we're really and we're slow rolling this 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 model out because we want it done the right way um That's and smart. because it's an and it's 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 a, it's a it's a mental shift for people they're like well why would i pay to be a member i said well you don't have to i'm just not going to hire you for jobs because you have to have some skin in the game and back up your credentials with something to get the gigs It's not just me trying to find gigs for my clients. It's me trying to represent the industry and us trying to represent TVs as a whole as a valid part of our profession, not an afterthought. You know, we don't want events on call to be like JR Global Events, where it's Jen and Steph is JR Global Events. Right. Events on call is about its OES members. Right, Not about Jen and stuff. We are not the face of events on call and don't want to be. You know, part of it is is maybe some naivete that I can fix the the things that are broken because I like to fix broken things. Um, <laughs> I also I, <laughs> I also think that um, there's a big gap coming in our industry.
0: Mm-hmm, there sure is
2: and Except, if we don't start educating then we're going to have problems
0: i think we already do um, oh i'm
2: sure of it yeah i, I think we already able. have problems
0: i uh, w- i was uh talking to a friend lisa defino who is uh an instructor at sdsu she teaches the under in the undergraduate program and uh she had left the teaching world and came back to it. And so is taking on students that have had other instructors. And she said to the senior class, we're going to do nine events this year. And they retorted with, why do we have to do events? <laughs> she told me the story, my chin dropped to the floor. Oh, I couldn't believe that was the response that she got. These are students wow. in the hospitality program getting a degree in meeting and event management that don't want to put in the extra time to Uh, produce nine events
2: uh, when i tell you some of the interactions i have had in the last couple years i'm i'm a little concerned for our industry and the future of the industry as far as um how we know events to run and how our demographic and our world is going to change because yes. everybody does just what is expected. No more, no less. This the, Here's my box. If it's outside of my box, I'm not going to do it. So one of the other things that we really want to do is some of our more seasoned on-site event professionals, um, start doing some training, start doing some webinars. Why do you have to cross-train? Why, if you can run hospitality, should you also know food and beverage? Oh, I don't know, because maybe you can work more.
3: Right. And because you're then
2: more well-rounded. Right. And you have more to offer. Right. Um. But if you want to stay in your box and just hand out name badges, all right, I guess. It just doesn't make sense to us. Um, but let's be clear, the demographic of those folks that are lifer TDs they're getting a little older.
3: Yes, they are. are. Right.
2: And we need to we need to tap that knowledge now. Or we're going to end up with temps sitting there with their arms crossed, waiting for people to come up. And they're not going to greet them till somebody walks up to them. I can't tell you how many times. <sighs> like we have, I mean, still to this day, and it may sound old school, and that's fine. I've been doing this a long time. But when somebody walks up to your reg table, you stand up.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There are no mm-hmm. food and beverage on the veg table. There are no chairs at the wedge table. I'm sorry, stand for a couple hours. You need to take a break, go lean around the wall in the corner. The the magnitude of changes that we have seen delivering live events in the last couple of years is scary. Just the service level is super scary.
0: Mm. Oh, All across
1: yes. the
2: board. All across All, the board. All everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yes,
1: absolutely.
2: Like, so my my oldest son is in college. Uh, for graphic design and digital media, and I said you need to go get a job, like go get a job on campus. So he got a job on the professional development team, and I instantly thought, oh great, you're doing events. He's like, well, how do you know? And blah blah blah. blah. I said, so how's week one of work going? He goes, guess what? I'm doing events, and they're awesome. And wow. I was like, right? So he called me on his way home, and this this kind of relit a fire in me. He called me on his way home from his event, and. He was handing out tastings at a beer garden event in a zoo for a a microbrewery. And the campus farms them out to people that need help or whatever. He's like, this is what you do? You get to interact with people and educate them about stuff and set up and tear down. He goes, this is what you do all the time? I had no idea. The sheer enthusiasm coming out of his voice. I was like, I had tears streaming down my face. I was like. I remember why I like what we do because of that feeling right there. Mm
3: -hmm. That
2: sheer joy of delivering Mm -hmm. something that somebody else appreciates. Where did that go? Where did it go? Because it's gone. You know, I mean, there's not as many of us that have it. So anyway, so now he's considering staying on this for a graduate program and getting a master's in entertainment business because he wants to run events.
0: Well, you've just figured out your succession plan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told him he's got to go work for a couple other people. But, I, I, you know, if you recall back and you look back to, you know, our age group, and I don't know if you all ever worked in restaurants, but most of our demographic at one point in time, waited tables, bus tables, worked behind a bar. I mean, that was just what we did. There weren't this many options for jobs when we were kids. And that's what's lacking is we grew up being in the service industry. These folks are walking in the door and they don't have a service mind. I would never, ever in a million years, imagine saying no to an attendee or a guest. Never. You just don't say the word. I can't tell you how many times in the last three years from a service perspective, I have been told no when I'm on site.
1: Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow.
2: My answer. Right, it's dramatic, like dramatic, and to the point that I was like, um, "I, I, I asked you if I could get service over here, and and you know have somebody come serve me, and you told me no to go over there." Okay, Um, but like dramatic, dramatic flat out no, like there was no, um, let me check on that for you. Or let me let me find somebody that can help. It was just sorry, can't help.
1: Or even I'm sorry, we're short staffed right now. Would you mind? Would it be okay?
2: Exactly. There's the niceties are gone. The service model mindset is gone. You know, and all of this really rolls back into um, the niche that events on call is offering. Anybody can stand behind a registration table and hand out a badge. Right. But certain people can do it right. Right. And we're focused on those certain people.
1: I I love because you're hitting on my biggest pet peeve (laughs) in the world. And that is when I walk into a business, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's our industry. doesn't matter. The other night I went bowling with my daughter, Right. And you walk in and you ask a question and you get this, just that stare, you know, I'm sorry, that? these shoes are too big. Do you mind? Do you, can I go down a size? Not, no verbalization, no smile, just this look of sheer annoyance. And I thought, I'm sorry, but this is your job you're being to do. I'm not asking you for a kidney. I'm asking Hershey you for a takes. size seven.
2: You also <laughs> apologized probably when I, you were asking for I said, I'm so you sorry did. to
1: bo- I absolutely did.
2: It's their job. Right. And you're the one apologizing.
1: Right.
0: It
2: blows my mind. It blows my mind.
1: I have gotten to the level of frustration where I've started, I've turned around to walk out. Where are you going? I'm like, I'm sorry. Apparently my, my uh, presence is an annoyance to you. I will go somewhere where they want my business. And I leave Good
2: for you. I can't do that yet. I'm not there.
1: It's, it, it takes I, I a lot to get me there.
2: I'll, I'll be a little passive aggressive about how I'm going to approach stuff at this point. <laughs> but, um, and you know, the funny thing, um, it really bugs me. Like, so I have one rule about my kids and their friends coming over. Um, I don't care if you go hide in your room. I don't care if you hide out in the basement. I, I don't care. Those children will come into my house and say hello to me. It's a sign of respect. I don't care if you like me, but you will speak to me. And my daughter has a boyfriend now. I was like, well, when he comes over, she goes, I know he's got to talk to you for a couple of minutes. I said, I swear I'm not going to embarrass you. But he needs to know that there's a parent here that cares about who he is and who his parents are. You know, so but it's a sign of of communication ability and respect. And uh-huh. it's just lacking everywhere it's lacking and it makes me crazy. So it's got this big spillover effect in all of these places. Um, But we're really, I mean, very, very passionate about it. And, and, you know, and, and part of the reason we wanted it separate from JR global events is because I didn't want to muddy waters, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because any third party event management company can hire because it's not right. An event management company. It's completely separate. Um, and, and again let's be clear I'm gonna build it and retire on it I hope
3: <laughs> you know I mean that would
2: be the great plan wouldn't it
0: yes
3: I mean you saw what happened plan.
2: with Cvent this last year why can't we be Cvent you know
0: what happened with Cvent did they get did oh, they, they get got, bought they got
2: they got acquired
0: oh by oh, you know
2: 4.8 billion dollars oh. mm-hmm. I don't need that much folks if anybody's listening I you know Give me five years to make this. Break, wow. But,
0: and they haven't been around, but maybe 20 years.
2: Oh, maybe. Um, no. Maybe. They, I remember sitting at a conference where Reggie is first presenting, talking about the Cvent thing. And I was like, who is this guy? Like, you know, and here, look at what he's done and built.
0: Yes. 4.8 billion. Yeah, he adapted very well. And there. you they said, ad- oh, for they short, adapted.
2: You B, said billion. B, yeah. B, B. B. With a B
1: billion yeah in less
2: than 20 years that's what he built and sold
1: that just brought a hot flash
2: right (laughs) right and it's you know what i think you know overall the industry has um we're not gonna be settled for a while
0: no i agree i don't know that we're ever, ever really settled because we're we're expected to understand the latest trends and be able to operate under the later latest trends. And uh, they're always changing and, and yep. things are constantly changing. I don't, I don't see it ever getting easier or uh, more settled, honestly.
2: You know, I feel like, and it's very interesting that you said that, I feel like we've taken a huge step backward. Um, we've worked so hard as a profession to educate people and solidify the hospitality and tourism industry as a legitimate industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a 9 billion, billion, $3 billion industry. And we've worked so hard over the last 30 or so years, 30 or 40 years to do that. And I'm finding that I'm, I'm meeting with people that are new to us as an agency and I have to educate them all over again. Right. What, 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 I, I, have, I had this call yesterday and I'm still, it's it's a prospect call. So it'll be the third time I've been on with them. I went ahead and put together a, a industry standard high level budget just so they could know that their budget wasn't realistic. And if we're going to come in and do this project that they need to realign, you know, they're like, Oh, we have a hundred people for a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> <That's like nothing. laughs>
3: right?
2: And I said, I, you know, I could, I, you know, I really would love the opportunity to work with you, but I also have to share with you that this is not realistic, not for what you're trying to accomplish. If you want to cut your numbers, cut your number. Of, and it was a four night program.
0: Oh my Lord.
2: I, I can't, I can't. So I gave them a high level, unnegotiated bucketed industry standard pricing. And they got hung up on the decor. And it was nominal for what they're for, based on. It wasn't, it wasn't like a sales incentive or anything like that. It was just a training conference. So I, Put in, you know, like $7,500 so I can do some linens and flowers. Nothing crazy. Nothing nothing crazy because they didn't want over the top. Well, I don't have a visual idea of what a $7,500 budget looks like. I know what my wedding looked like. I was like, we're getting hung up on $7,500. I said, I'm going to put linens and flowers on your table. Maybe some specialty uplights around the room just to change the dichotomy of the room a little bit because you told me this is a bare bones business meeting and you don't want any fluff and whatever. Well, are you going to do a balloon arch? What? I said, "Mm, no, it's not a bar mitzvah. So I had to put together a slide deck of different price points of decor elements so that they could understand the variables. We are re-educating people that are in marketing and hosting major events on what we do. Well, how do we work with somebody like you?
3: Wow.
2: Yeah. I, I can't begin to tell you how many times I've been having this conversation. We've never yeah. worked with a third-party agency before. I, I, I've heard that more in these last 18 months than I have in 10 years.
3: Are it's they telling?
0: Me. Are they telling you why they're reaching out? What if they've never worked with an agency? Why now?
2: Because they lost their either they lost their internal team or their HR team that was been planning it is too taxed or now all of a sudden things have realigned and it's under their responsibility but they've never actually planned one before. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's still that big shift of the last couple of years. Um, but I I. We were on the call today I, I literally sent them the hotel contract to sign today it's taken me four months to find them a property negotiate the terms and get them to agree to it four months of talking oh we were on the phone for 40 minutes we changed our dates
0: what? are you kidding me
2: oh no 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 i wish i wish and they, and they didn't um, tell
0: you they see you had no idea
2: I sent them a hotel contract for the original dates because every time we meet, which is weekly, weekly meetings, we talk about on the third of this month, we're going to do, by the way, this event is in December of this year. Oh, my God. We changed our dates. Okay. Moving on. Next.
0: You start all over. I mean, that's all like over. ground yeah. one. You go right back to ground one.
2: Yep. But it it really is an education and then I, you know, it's strange to me. It's, you know, uh, uh, one company's like, well, we want you to plan our agenda. But I I don't know your business. How am I supposed to do your content? Well, can you give me the structure? Sure. Here you go. No, I want to know what I'm supposed to be talking about in these time slots. I said, but I don't know what you want to share with your company. How am I supposed to do your agenda for you? Like I can, I can give you the bones. I can give you the flow. I can give you the structure. I can't tell you what to get up and talk about to your people. Like, that's just not what I do. nor should. I, but well, you need to come up with the agenda. Okay. So I said, okay. I mean, what kind of thing is that? I said, okay. I don't even do that. And I said, okay. So now I'm building an agenda for a company I know nothing about. Okay. <laughs> and right. that's my, my bucket list of things I do. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Everybody needs the business,
0: you know, so. I'm just shocked, honestly. I I mean, I I don't know why I'm shocked because, of course, this is what happens after, you know, there's a big fallout and people leave the industry and new people have to come in and be trained. And there's definitely going to be a time when they're not trained and, you know, there's a learning period and a curve. and Yeah. But it does feel that even on their best day, what you're talking about is the bottom
2: yeah it's it's the, yeah. just bizarre it really is just bizarre you know and it's
0: you know i'm, like, I'm sorry I, I i'm feeling i i wonder if the fact that the communication goes haywire is is just because we're all just so distracted and have so much going on and it, it is harder to remember things and and to to uh to keep track of all of the to-dos that are Mm -hmm. on your list, right? Because you're walking around and you're moving around and something comes up and now you have to sort of put it in your memory bank for later because you can't write it down and, you you know, your bit, whatever it is, that seems to be happening more and more and more. And people are just, they're not as dedicated to the fact that they have to communicate. They have to share this knowledge. It's, it's just it seems like there there's a lack of understanding that that needs to take place. Would you would you agree?
2: Absolutely. Um I call it me-centric. They're yes. very focused on what they need to do for themselves to protect their jobs, to protect their space and protect their bubble. So it's me-centric. And very much so. I give you if I give you that information, how are you going to use it? Is it going to come back and hurt me or are you taking my job away from me?
0: Right. Right.
2: So it's it's got you've got to build this trust,
0: trust and depth. right. That's exactly right because there's you, you got
2: to do it in the, 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> what do you think is the
1: cause of that? Why do you think that's more prevalent now?
2: Cuz everybody's replaceable now and now they see it.
1: We've become a disposable society and oh, unfortunately we're, so we're it's and it's not just re- in business it's impersonal, too. You see oh, how yes. easily
2: People yeah, are nobody, disregarded, nobody,
1: disposed
2: of. And I think that's it. I think everybody's replaceable. Everybody, I'm gonna, everything.
0: I'm just gonna say this. Have it your way. Have it your way. <laughs> <laughs> have it your way at Burger King.
2: Yeah. Yep. Just gonna say yep. that. Yeah, I, I it's and guess what? You know it's so crazy? I still love what we do <laughs> after all of this. I still love what
1: we do. Well, you mm-hmm. see the value in it. You know what you can provide, what you can give, how you can help and serve. You, they, so, of course, you still love what you do. Yeah, because you're looking like, at it from all the good and the positive aspects. And you're not yeah, somebody I, who I likes think... to
0: sit around and and yeah. you know you 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 like to have your hands in a bunch of different things. And I, I think you are you're at your best when the stress is on and oh. you right.
1: and you're running concede, away from a hurricane
0: and you're running idle away from time from is not
2: good i have a, a, co- a good friend of mine i know we have to wrap soon but i have a good friend of mine who um keeps telling me she wants me to meditate she thinks that'll ground me and i'm like are you kidding me do you have any idea what goes on in my brain i'm gonna need a pen on what, each side of me for all the stuff that's gonna happen if i'm supposed to be pretending to meditate I <laughs> have one next to my bed because I wake up at 3 a.m. with all these stupid crazy ideas. But you know, it's 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 just who we are, who I am and what I do. <laughs> and back to this volunteering thing. Total sidebar. My youngest is in high school for the first time this year. I have three kids. One's in college, one's a senior, and one's a freshman. I, I get sports, I get gaming, I get art, I got the sports marching band is a whole different beast and somehow or other I got voluntold (laughs) that I'm on the board so now I volunteer to organize these people oh my gosh like (laughs) oh my gosh but it's the same it's the same thing oh that's you can't do that that's her lane we don't cross into that lean. Mm. I'm like, you can have the lean, honey. I'm just trying to make it seamless and better. And like it's just, it's just a weird world. I don't know what's gonna get it. I don't know that we're ever gonna get back on track. If we were on a track, maybe this is a new track. I, I don't know what it is. I think that something's gonna change. And I think um, our job as industry veterans, because that's what we are at this point um is to educate and put back service into what we do and we don't have a choice or else it's gonna just be gross it's it's just not gonna be good
0: it just feels that uh the humanity is is slowly dripping out of us you know that we just just the community the the coming together the village that we once had
2: yes It's sad. It's really very, very, very sad.
0: Today, I read an article on AI, and it was written by one of the leading uh, scientists who created AI. Uh, He's an older gentleman now. Uh, He worked in education for a long time, and then he joined the Google team in 2013. And after spending a lifetime in AI he is now saying that he's afraid of it wow because it has the capacity to be smarter than us
2: and remove humanity from humanity re-
0: that's right and i read the, i read something and our, similar and our youth uh, they're they're sort of feeding right into that
3: and sure. the fact
0: that you know the grammar that they're using the fact that uh uh they're not as well spoken or read and their faces are in their devices yep. they're watching tiktok videos and youtube videos and instagram feed they're, that's what they're focused on they're getting absolutely no real value out of that Agreed. and and scary we're all feeding into this Right, they're they're they don't have a service mind to begin with. So, and then we're nah. taking the human out of all of that anyway. Can you imagine what it's going to be like trying to get something reversed or done that has been done? For example, today, I got a message from my my healthcare provider. You have an appointment tonight at six fifty for a, a CT. I said, "What? I don't have an appointment tonight. Why did I get nice. this appointment thing for tonight? I don't have one." I I can't even be there now. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get charged for this appointment because I'm not going to show up and there's going to be some issue down the line. So, of course, now I call and I wait 20 minutes to finally speak to someone. Exactly. And and I'm thinking to myself now, if there was no human on the other line, what would I do? Because I can't respond on the website because they're telling me on the website, no response to this message. You can't make one.
2: And there's no cancellations within 24 hours and, you know, all of all, those, right. right?
0: Right. And if you just sit idle and say, oh, I'm not going to worry about it. I didn't make that appointment. You never know that you're not going right. to get a
2: bill. You're going to get you're a bill. And then you're going to have
0: to fight it. And, oh, what? You didn't cancel it when you saw it? Well, that's your fault. You know, All of this comes to it's, my mind, right? Yeah. all think, of it. Ah, oh, where, where, where's it all going? It's just going down the drain. Oh, my God. It,
2: I, I don't like the direction that it's going in so that when, you know, any chance that I have to educate, pull in, bring service back in, I mean, is what I want to do. As long as I'm going to be doing it, the service has got to be there and that, because that's who we are. That's what we grew up with. I mean, that's right. I can't. Try- How can you be in the hospitality tourism industry and not have a service mind like that's mind blowing to me?
0: You you can be you're just not going to go very far
2: and you're not going to be really good at it.
0: No, you're not. You're not. And (laughs) I'm sorry, because at the end of the day, you can do you can read a BEO, you can deal with the room manifest, the travel manifest. You can deal with all of that, but you don't have the right attitude. You're not going to work.
2: You're just going to stay in that same, you're going to have a job, right. not a career.
0: Right. I One of my first bosses said to me, you have to have the heart of a servant in this business. Yeah. And oh, I wholeheartedly have, agree with that. Absolutely do. You have to be waiting for people to come to you so that you mm-hmm. can greet them with a smile, anticipating them. Right. And, and, and and be the first one with that big smile on your face, ready to greet them and handle anything that comes your way. It's it's an attitude. It's yes. not about skill or ability. It's an attitude.
2: It is not. It, it, it's, yeah. There's a way I to
1: practice that, too. And it's something I recently had a conversation with uh, one of my daughter's friends. And part of the way of practicing it, because we are all on the computers, we're all emailing, we're all texting, is have that communication as if you were speaking to the person. Feel the emotions, have the smile on your face, have the compassion in your heart. If it's something sad, you have that, you know, that, that feeling, because if you, you know, it's a way of staying connected to those emotions, so that when you are in front of a real life human, you haven't lost that ability.
2: It's the human touch. I mean, it's it's um, too easy not to have it. I, and let's be clear: there are some days I'm like, have I left the house in a couple of days? Because I work from home, I don't have to go anywhere unless I'm on an airplane. I'm really not going anywhere now that my daughter's driving. I don't even carpool anymore. So Good I'm for like, you. it's Thursday. I don't know if I've left the house since Tuesday or Monday, even. And You know, and so now I'm making a conscious effort to go interact with people, whether or not I like to or not, because, you know, the grocery store is another whole beast into itself. But I'm forcing myself out there because I found that I was hiding easier behind the screen. So it's just, it's, it's just my, my life
1: 360 tells me you've been home since 247 Monday and it's now Saturday. Like,
2: that's, oh, not, good. God, that's, not, that's not good exactly no why haven't no. i had to put gas in the car because i haven't gone anywhere right um
0: well and that's it not got that's easier to, to easier to
2: hide behind the screen
0: yes yeah i agree or to hide at there's
2: home a, th- yeah and those interactions yeah. out there got harder
0: right and that's that's also problematic right because uh being alone is not the most that's not the no. healthiest choice to make
2: like I, sure. I get anxiety when I have to go to an event now.
0: Yeah.
3: Like
2: not one of my plans. Like if I'm going to a networking event or something, I'm like, all right, who's going to be there? Who am I going to know? Um, What if I don't know anybody? Am I wearing something? Okay. Like the level of anxiety that I put myself through to leave the house to go to a networking event is ridiculous mm-hmm. because I've spent my entire career doing this and uh- we're in the business of face-to-face people, uh-huh. but it's, it's a thing
0: you're if you're, if you're like thing. me if you're like me you have absolutely no problem scheduling something it oh, feels no. like it's going to be great absolutely yep. I'd love to yep. but then just before or when you see it coming ugh, why did I agree to that oh I just don't exactly. want to uh, oh, it's right
2: and then you go and then you have a great time yeah and then you think you, you put yourself through all of this for nothing yeah right but but it's a th- it's a legitimate Thing now like I'm like oh I gotta go drive to the city and I gotta go do this and then I have to talk to- who's gonna be there you know it's and I love it when I'm there and I forget how much I love it when I'm there but it's just the getting there part that are and the anxiety that builds up to mm-hmm. oh, I have to put shoes on oh my god am I gonna have to put a bra on to go out today like because this is the <laughs> life we've lived in and and you know the funniest thing of all of this is I've worked from home for 20 years So this everybody staying home thing is not new for me. I was out all the time, but I've always worked from home. And now I just don't even leave. (laughs) Like, it's crazy to me. I would, oh, I got to go out Thursday night. I got to go out Tuesday night. You know, it never even dawned on me that it was a thing until everybody started staying home, you know, so I just, you know, but I, I would love to see, you know, the service-minded pieces come back. Um, they're you. not going to be the same, and that's okay. But there needs to be a new level of service industry that has to be um, that has to evolve. And I think the onus is on on those of us that have been around a long time to, to teach future generations how to do it.
0: I agree. Do you teach? Do you have a, a no. role as a, as a, a te- you should? Yes, you really should. I'm yes. going At to. Have I have, have to leave
2: a... my house though, right? No. No. <laughs>
0: <You teach me? laughs> oh.
2: You know, we were talking about doing, yeah, I don't have to do that now, do I? No. I could do that. I could do that. That would be fun. I like it. it,
0: You'd be very effective.
2: Oh,
1: oh, you'd be amazing. You'd be
2: amazing. It's real world. It's real world fact. It's, it's, you know, I want to go back to teaching somebody how to figure out how to set up a meeting room again. You know, it's not all common sense, but there's a lot of it there. Great to see you by the way. I know, In I know the, it is yeah. great to see
0: you. I, I, it is so great to see you. I I miss you. I miss the meetings that we had a couple of times a year when we yes. were there with members of CG yeah. TeamNet. Uh I did we did have a uh an opportunity to work with Tracy and uh a local uh Des Moines uh nonprofit that we developed a game for and have done it now for 3 years. So we see her every nice. now and then. We saw Paul not Paul, but um, uh, yeah, Paul, with Scorman, yes, uh, uh at the last TSE, which oh, was nice. somewhere I don't remember. It was somewhere. It was somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but we missed the team. You know, we missed that. I missed the connectivity. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. and the familiarity and the comfort and the and the the vibe. I mean, I I don't have that anywhere now. Like, so it's 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 trying to figure out where that foothold is. And we're, where we're going to be and where we're going to end up. And it's weird. It's a weird space out there. Like, I'm the old person in the room and I don't like it. Uh,
0: oh, you
3: have no idea.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I even hate to use that word anymore because it feels uh, so real. Yeah. So what do you do to refuel right. your tank? What are you doing to refuel, refuel yourself?
2: i figuring that part out. Um, are you we, dating? We, we, um, I am. I actually I, so. uh, I got engaged. <gasps> oh
3: congratulations.
2: Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of perfect. It was it was just easy. Somebody hit the easy button and I won. Oh, um, I love we actually that. went to high school. We went to high school together. Uh never dated in high school, just knew of each other, always dated other people, ran in different circles and then reconnected a couple of years ago.
0: Nice. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so happy to
2: hear that. Yeah. So he's he's a good guy. He's, he's a he's a good anchor for me. He um he's a calming non-planner presence. He does not plan anything. I'm like, hey, we should go do this. He goes, yeah, well, we'll see. I'm like, Mm-mm-mm.
3: what does that mean? We'll see. We'll see.
0: <laughs> I don't like, like the sound of that. <laughs>
2: right. But I I kayak now and like we go out kayaking and I I camp. Sort of, what we'll go sort of? I kind of do go camping.
0: We'll Glamping or camping?
2: Mm, I've tried the camping thing. Not my cup of tea, Not but my cup of tea either. but I kind of like the, the disconnect. I'll be perfectly honest with you. And somebody that is always connected, I could do yeah. it for one night. <laughs> it was good, but it, you know what? I, you know my idea of camping before I met him was. A hotel with no room service. So yeah,
0: I don't poop in the woods.
2: No, 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 no. You hold that. You don't drink coffee either during that time frame. No, god, god, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um you know- so I'm I'm I have teenagers. There is no really good downtime for mom. Um we also recently stopped drinking. Oh why? Right? I, um, you don't
0: know why either
2: I'm not really him for medical reasons, it just made sense for him, me being supportive, I guess, but wasn't sleeping great, and it was easier to go to a drink than to, so we just said, let's just see what happens. I missed my line, but I'm sleeping better. I'm having clearer thoughts. I'm not waking up as much in the middle of the night, so we're going to give it a shot. Okay. We'll find other, other legal, other means of... Other means. There but yeah, I don't know. Um,
0: I've been around I mean, Philadelphia. Mean, I've smelled yeah. some of the other means.
2: Oh, it's everywhere. means are it's everywhere. Um, yeah. So we're just kind of figuring it out. I got teenager. There's not a lot of downtime still. You know, I got kids right. in high school and right. Um, and I got two companies now. <laughs>
0: Not one, but two.
2: Not one, but two.
0: (laughs) Well, Jennifer, there's something else that was actually done for you. I believe it was done for you, and that is using an A instead of an I in your first name. Was that your mom and dad who did that? That That's a combination of
2: my parents. No, my parents did that.
0: Very smart. I'll tell you why. Yes. Just in case you don't know. Go for it. If anybody ever has to look you up, it really does vet pulls out (laughs) all the other jennifers with an i yeah
2: because
0: there are not very many jennifers with an a so you pop right up
2: yeah there you go that's perfect thanks mom and dad
0: yes that absolutely worth a thank you to them absolutely i was was so i was so pleased to be the only anthony Bellata until my cousin anthony Bellata was born Uh and now there are two of us and it's really tough to deal with i have to say
2: yeah, People think they befriend of, me
0: and they don't, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you know your name's spelled wrong, Jennifer? I'm like, mm-hmm,
0: okay. Oh, did you know your name was smelled spelled wrong?
2: <laughs> I get it all the time. Are you sure that's how you spell it? I'm like, <clears throat> past 51 years, let's go with it. Yep. I think I know. Are you sure. Think I'm good.
1: I think I know.
2: Well, at least I'm easy to find, right? That's awesome. Yes. I love it.
0: Um you wonder yeah, why they have just... no hospitality skills. Are right. you sure that's how you spell your name? Right. You know, uh,
2: that's wrong. Jennifer, right. Oh, okay. Thanks. But yeah, so we're just, we're over here just trying to, you know, keep our piece of the pie moving forward.
0: It's going to keep moving forward uh, splendidly to God bless and good for you. And thank you for joining us today. Uh, it's your it's Friday pleasure. late afternoon. So uh, there's no wine in store, but there's gotta be something good. And we just wish you the best weekend. Always, always
2: great to see
0: you both. Always, always so great. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.
2: And thanks for having me as usual. Love you guys. it's great. Oh.
0: Hey, thank you for listening to Bolotified.
1: If you haven't already, please like and subscribe.
0: And remember to leave us your questions or comments at bolotta.com backslash podcast.
1: Bolotified is a production of Bolotta Entertainment.
0: Hey, that's a lot of Bolotta. Stay engaging.